everyone. Welcome to episode 167 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week uh, we made, what is it? Something gold. Gold uh, Rush. Gold Rush. It's a gold rush. <laughs> a gold rush drink. They're really good. So it has like uh, grapefruit. Yeah, it's weird because it ta- it's two ounces of bourbon. Because mm-hmm. we're still doing bourbon, bourbon heritage, heritage month, month. Um, and then three quarter ounce freshly squeezed lemon juice, juice, and three quarter ounce of that honey syrup, the same syrup we used last week, mm-hmm. um, which is equal parts honey and water. And then you take a peel from a grapefruit and you actually throw it in the shaker when you shake it. Mm-hmm. Um, you garnish it with the lemon wheel, but yeah, you shake it with the rind of a grapefruit. Yeah, yeah. I and I I don't know if you guys have noticed, but for me, I've always I always like the tart stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so grapefruit, I love grapefruit anyway. Um, and you are kind of like in between, like meh grapefruit. Like you don't really like actual grapefruit, but like grapefruit flavor, you're no, no, okay no. with. I will eat a grapefruit. Uh huh. I'll eat a real grapefruit. Remember, I would. I had, oh, you I, used to eat that. Yeah, I would huh? eat them. For, that was part of my diet. Was I would eat half a grapefruit for breakfast. Yeah. I don't mind eating grapefruit. I do not like grapefruit juice. Okay. And I do not like like grapefruit beer. Uh huh. Um, I don't seek it out. Uh huh. Yeah, like I grew up liking. But I uh-huh. love squirt. That's what I was gonna say. I grew oh. up drinking squirt. Uh, the squirt was probably. I think it was my is my dad's favorite pop. And, um, and so we always had squirt in the house mm-hmm. and it, I, I loved it. I thought it was really good. Um, I don't ever, we don't, I guess we've had like maybe one other drink with squirt in it that we've made on when the When I show. was a kid, they had this commercial mm-hmm. of this farmer working outside in the summer and he was hot and sweaty and he was working real hard and he busted out a half a gallon jug of grapefruit juice to quench his thirst. <laughs> And when I was a kid, I saw the commercial, and I was like, that's what I need. I play really hard. I'm outside. <laughs> I'm sweaty. It's August heat in Oklahoma. I need me grapefruit juice. So uh-huh. I told my mom, I was like, get, get me grapefruit juice. And she mm-hmm. was like, are you sure? <laughs> and I was thinking probably that it would taste like grapes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or worst case, orange juice. Uh-huh. And I was like, it looks pink. It looked pretty. Yeah. I bet it tastes good. It's got to be sweet. Yeah. And so she gets me grapefruit juice. She goes, here you go. And I smelled it and I thought it smelled good. Uh-huh. And I poured a glass and took a huge swig. And was, ah! <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yeah, it was awful. That's funny. Yeah. And so yeah. it took me forever to finally come around to like eating it, eating grapefruit and stuff like that. But. I like the drink. Yeah. I mean, oh, the drink is really good. It's just good. the rind. It's not. Yeah. It's not like it tastes it's like really, grapefruit. Really I don't tasty. think. Yeah. The grapefruit doesn't. I would say this would be good to have in the summer, but seeing as it's September and it's still a hundred freaking degrees out here, it is summer. <laughs> I know. Well, I know. I guess like as we're recording, it still is too. Like technically still summer. Yeah. I guess in two days it'll when be. I say summer, I mean July. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And not August. September. September. I yeah. mean, it's like. You would think that we would be feeling Halfway the fall September, feels. Yeah, I should yeah, be involved. But... <laughs> yeah. We're still swimming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 100 yeah. freaking degrees it's outside. It's crazy. It's so nuts. The pool's still 80-something degrees. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not It's it's uh, not usually like that. Crazy uh, global warming. <laughs> so this week, we are going to be talking about 
I guess I don't even know what we're gonna name this episode honestly but the the big things and the small things of a relationship so um and I, I guess I'll get to it one of our listeners uh reached out on the speakeasy group and posted a uh I don't know I guess a he shared something that he had shared in another group yeah we'll see what everybody's take was and i guess in the other group that he shared it he said that they were just uh very immature i guess Mm -hmm. with the responses that he got in our group (laughs) there wasn't much response it was me and a couple other people that responded to it um but uh anyway it kind of like it it made us talk a little bit about what was said and and I don't think the episode is necessarily about exactly what he was talking about, but it kind of is. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, before we get started with all of that, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. This one came the day after we did our last episode. Yeah, which was it the man It would have been perfect for last week's episode, <laughs> yeah. but it was too good to not share it. Since we're on the heels of the man-child episode, we might as well. This one says, rule number 45, when a man is truly in love, he will act like a child. When a woman is truly in love, she will act like his mother. That is a good dumbass post of the week. Yeah, that's the dumbest, one of the dumbest freaking things I've ever seen. Oh my gosh, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Save that shit. (laughs) 46,000 likes. Oh my gosh. On that post. That is ridiculous. And it says facts oh <laughs> when the person posted it oh my gosh People, facts see uh, how many how many thousand Forty six thousand likes Forty six four thousand people saved it and over 5100 people shared it oh my gosh that just shows you the mass amount of how many idiots there are out, are out there. there in awful relationships <laughs> oh my gosh that is ridiculous yeah. wow bunch of stupid people yeah yeah jeez uh so anyway like i said we had a listener reach out and, uh, well, just, I mean, put, post it in the speakeasy group. And so the, the, I'm glad that, you know, he used the speakeasy group for this. And, you know, it did spawn a conversation between Seth and I about mm-hmm. all of this. And so... Do we need to read the thing? Maybe we should. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I guess we can give our you know listeners a better yeah so they're not trying like what are you talking about yeah so trey said i posted this in a marriage group and the response was well predictable given the maturity i've seen in that group in the past i'm curious to see how this group responds and the post is why should i thank my husband for folding the laundry vacuuming cleaning the bathroom doing the dishes cooking dinner etc it's just something that needs to be done and as a member of the family he should just do it And that was the quote, and then Trey says, you are not wrong. However, say thank you to your spouse for doing something around the house five times today. I dare you. Can you do it? Are you capable of thanking your spouse for doing something around the house, for doing something you believe to be a mundane maintenance task around the house that should just be done and shouldn't require praise? Try it for a week and see what happens. What do you have to lose? Mm -hmm. So he shared the quote, and then he shared what his... I guess kind of take on take on all of on it was. that kind of uh-huh. 
whole ordeal would be. Yeah. Um, so I he guess, elaborated in the comments a little bit. Like yeah. pe- people got really triggered by it. People got really upset. And and I think initially, I, I'm you know he even says you you aren't wrong. And I imagine mm-hmm. most women are like probably thinking immediately, well, I do all of those things and he never thanks me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why the hell would I thank him yeah. for doing it? I probably assume that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Well, and so, and that's exactly, you know, what I said. You know, I was, I said that I think I agree with what the woman is saying. Mm-hmm. And she, he doesn't, <laughs> nobody needs, des- deserves it's not something that it's just a a task that needs to be done anyway, and so why would why would I have to say thank you <laughs> for mm-hmm. it? But I also think that being able to voice your what you think or not what you think, but um, tell your partner thank you and um, tell them how much they you appreciate them. I think that that's super important as important as well, um, because it, I mean, it'll help your relationship. But then Seth and I we got to talking, and it was like, <laughs> do we, do we really like say thank you for those little things anyway? Yeah, no, and I, but I think that. Our initial take on this, this kind of gets to where you were talking about the title. Our initial take on it was almost like if you're getting upset about this, there's a bigger issue at hand. Mm -hmm. These are little things. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I know that we can say, well, a bunch of little things are worse than a big thing. But we we typically believe that little things are either spawned off of bigger things or if the big things are completely under control and handled... The little things just don't seem to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we started to converse about it, that's where it came to what you just said. That Do we say thank you? And we were like, no. However, we are not in a relationship where either one of us feel underappreciated. Yeah. Or that either one of us feels like we aren't or the other one isn't carrying the load. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jennifer commented on there that she tells her husband thank you more than she does I love you. Mm-hmm. And we do the exact opposite. Yeah, we say I love you more than thank you. Aside from, well, I mean, I guess today just inadvertently when you used the hair gun on my back, I said thanks. Yeah, yeah, you did. Uh-huh. We rarely, if we ask, if we, I guess that's where it applies. If we ask one of us to do something, mm-hmm. we say thanks. Mm-hmm. If if it's a request, if I say, "Hey, can you can you grab that, and bring that to me real quick?" You know, I'm in mm-hmm. the middle of doing something, and you do, "Oh, thanks." Or if you're like, "Hey, you know, I left the I left the tripod out in the garage. Can you bring it in?" I get it and bring it in and set it. Like, "Oh, thanks." Mm-hmm. So, is ours is really a thank you driven from a request that is made, mm-hmm. not, not uh... from mundane tasks. Yeah. And so, that kind of took us down different rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Because it's, once again, we we don't have an underappreciation issue where neither one of us is like, well, well I did this. Can Why didn't you say thanks? Yeah. So we don't feel that way. So if you feel that way in your relationship, 
you're obviously going to bring it up. Mm -hmm. You're going to say, why don't you ever tell me thank you when I clean the house? Why don't you ever tell me thank you when I vacuum the floor? Why don't you tell me thank you when I fill in the blank? Mm -hmm. And so if you feel that that's missing, if you feel that you're underappreciated, that's going to be obviously something that seems like a bigger deal to you than it does us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. And I think that, I don't know, I I know because like, we understand each other and we understand how we, I guess we understand our quote unquote love languages. And I guess like being in that type of type of relationship, you have to understand that your partner is one of those people that wants, I guess, words of affirmation mm-hmm. and we're not i guess the where that comes in for us if we're not that type of uh we, that's not that's our love not language one of our, that's <laughs> no my, neither that's one of ours our least yeah it's our lo- when we do the quiz it's our last one mm-hmm. is words of affirmation um and i typically make fun of people who Words of affirmation is their love language, mm-hmm. especially men. men. <laughs> yeah, especially men. Uh-huh. Um, and that's just driven by the men I know that that is their love language. I'm like, yeah, you kind of a little bitch, dude. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's not a judgment call. If someone came to me and said, "Hi, my name's Tom, and my love language is words of affirmation," you'd be like. Tom, you're a little bitch. Yeah, Tom, you're kind of a little bitch. <laughs> um, and and, and be, because it, it's just, it's typically not something that, I, let me back up. Most people whose love, men, whose love languages tend to be words of affirmation are not, I think people would tend to think, well, this is a guy that grew up without being, you know, congratulated. He grew up without hearing words of affirmation and it's just been absent and you're wrong it's the exact opposite this is the guy mm-hmm. who grew up and in his little mommy's eyes could do no wrong everything mm-hmm. he did he got a gold star everything he did when he took a shit on the potty it was a freaking huge ordeal <laughs> this was the kid in the everybody gets a trophy kind of household where mommy patted him on the butt all the time told him how special and how great he was even though he wasn't mm-hmm. and so he was saturated with false words of affirmation and it's carried over into his life um and that's typically what i've seen with the men who identify with words of affirmation and but even with that being said even if taking my my harshness out of that i feel especially since i'm biased on it and it's the least of mine Mm -hmm. If you're with someone that that is their love language, that's got to be one that's very, very hard to do. I don't think if, if, if a love language that your partner has is not one of your strong points, that's the, if someone's love language is um, physical touch, you can consciously tell yourself and, and start to participate more in physical touch if that's not your love language, unless you have some kind of weird phobia. Mm-hmm. You can you can kind of at least provide support from that. Um, it's something that you don't have to constantly do. It's something that 
moments and there's better cues to it to say, oh, I need to be physical. They're trying to hold my hand. I'm going to hold it back. Oh, they're giving me a hug. I'm going to hug them back. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, they're sitting close to me. I'm going to put my hand on their leg. Mm -hmm. I think the same, you know, giving gifts is it's a conscious thing. Oh, I'm going to give gifts more. I'm going to do this and that. Mm -hmm. Words of affirmation is something that really the words that the partner wants really have to come kind of off the cuff. And it's something that's just not naturally there. I know. And so I couldn't imagine being with someone where if that was their love language, I would be an awful partner to them <laughs> because I couldn't, I don't look for that. And so I don't supply that. I know. Well, and I think that like, I I think that people that, ha- that that is their love language, I don't, it's so weird to me because I think that they don't know how to voice that that's what they want. Without you know what I mean? Like a little bitch. <laughs> I think that they, they, they're like, they're the type of people that kind of beats around the bush. And they want you to just automatically just know. know and do it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I mean, people like us, we wouldn't mm-hmm. know. Oh, shoot. Okay. That's. That's what you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, I guess, I guess I'm bad at it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and, but I think that like even with that though, like even with that specific scenario, the it could also be um, acts of service too, uh, the love language, and mm-hmm. I don't. I think that like where Trey was coming from was the was the what's it called the uh, words, of affirmation. W- words of affirmation but the acts of service is the the actual task that was being done and if that person was uh if the wife was uh, uh telling her husband to do that or whatever or the husband did that for her because he knows that that's what she likes yes well, and, and you you hit on something very very important because I think that you 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 I guess I'll just dial it in from my perspective. You have a a partner who's what are they saying? Are they saying I'm doing A B C D and E and you aren't appreciating it, or are they saying I'm tired of doing A B and C D and D and D by myself? I need you to help out mm-hmm. because that's two different requests. Mm-hmm. One is. I don't mind doing this, but you've got to be more appreciative. You have to tell me thank you. You have to notice what I do. The other one is I don't like fucking doing it, but I'm doing it and you need to help out. Mm-hmm. And that's where it ties into the acts of service. Trey's point was really, because he said it in the comments, that you should give praise. It's not about seeking praise. Mm-hmm. It's about the other partner giving praise when least expected. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, that still ties into words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And and I I'm kind of like I need a little more context yeah. from what what's going on here because you know I am the guy that you know makes the bed that you know we we do we've talked about on here we do we do the chores pretty much fifty fifty mm-hmm. sometimes you do laundry sometimes I do laundry sometimes you do dishes sometimes I do dishes sometimes you make the bed sometimes I make the bed sometimes mm-hmm. we do that stuff together mm-hmm. and so it's but we we are the, of the mentality and this kind of goes back to what we said about the man child thing last week too we are both of the mentality when i see something or we see something that needs to be done we just do it mm-hmm. we're not going to walk by a dirty dish sitting you know one of the things we do is you know we'll eat 
and if we set our plate down, you know, the dogs lick the plate mm-hmm. when we're done eating. Like there's no food on it, just whatever residue. We won't leave that plate on the floor for very long. Mm-hmm. If it needs to be picked up, we pick it up. <laughs> unless Dooney scoots it under the couch. Yeah, unless Dooney scoots it under the couch <laughs> and hides it. Um, you know, we won't go in and out of the ba- bedroom all day with the bed unmade. Mm-hmm. We won't, you know, the, the, we, we are, we're doers. And so when we see stuff that just needs to be done, we do it. And we don't do it seeking praise from one another. No. We do it because it needs to be fucking done. Well, I know. And it's funny because, like, <laughs> I think that, like, we both do we both do it. We both make sure that stuff gets done. And it's not even necessarily, it's not to make you happy or to make me happy. It's, so, one, it's done. Or, two we selfishly do it like because i uh, oh shoot i gotta um take pictures or go live and so i gotta make sure that the bed's made and Mm -hmm. you know or or oh shoot i want to play video games so i better uh like you i better you know sweep the floor so i don't feel guilty Mm -hmm. (laughs) um playing those video games but it's not necessarily but we never do it for praise from one another. Yeah, ever. Once again, it, 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 I think a lot of it is really just your mindset and your mentality. Mm-hmm. Are you, we, we don't do anything, I mean, for each other, for other people, for anything where we're looking for praise. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is one of the things that, like, even on a personal note, I have, I bash people that openly, publicly donate. Oh, gosh, I know. That want to pat on the back for doing a good deed. Mm-hmm. That type of shit drives me nuts. Yeah. Anytime we've, we've had a friend that's, that's been in need or had an accident or whatever it is, if you're, I, I firmly believe if you're going to help out or donate, you should do it anonymously. I don't even think these these little apps that have that stuff should even allow you to put your name mm-hmm. because when you're doing it for you. And yeah. so we, we just have a different mindset where we aren't seeking praise mm-hmm. or approval or thank you or anything from anybody. Mm-hmm. It's just, is this the right thing to do in the situation? Okay, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll, I'll tell people that, I mean, like one of the things that really makes me uncomfortable is when people find out I served and they say thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a big person that even likes to be told thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's like little things. Mm-hmm. Like if I let you over in front of me in traffic, you better fucking give oh. me a wave. <laughs> now that, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I know that's irritating. Mm. It's just, that's just like common courtesy hold the door open for stuff. you say, say thank thanks. you yeah but it's not something that that like i don't know i wouldn't consider that you a words of affirmation type person oh yeah i know because it's just that. it's yeah. a common courtesy yeah. mm-hmm. and so i i i i apply the thank you when it comes to common courtesy roles mm-hmm. you know it's not that i'm a thankless person mm-hmm. i i guess i'm thankless with the people close to me I know. That's so funny. I, it's but funny that you again, bring that up, it's too. It's not out of a place of, you don't say thank you enough. No. Uh-uh. And I would never think that you were unappreciative. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's not in our vernacular. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. <laughs> well, and going back to what Jennifer said, though, when Jennifer said mm-hmm. that, you know, I... I tell my husband, thank you more than I tell him I love him. Mm-hmm. When I, we're the exact opposite. Yeah. We, we are, when we say, I love you, it may be in response of, 
one of us doing something for someone and so it may mean thank you uh-huh yeah i know like sometimes like yeah i'll just i'll be just thinking gosh i'm so happy that you're my husband or this guy is my husband and i'll just say i love you <laughs> or like and and or like gosh thank you for being such a, a wonderful husband I love you. And no, I don't you're say, not all say of that. thank you for being. Yeah. We, yeah. And we, we tell each other, no joke. I love you 50 times a day. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And, and it's whether it's in passing, whether it's in a response to doing something, whether it's because of a fleeting thought, whether it's because of, of talking about something or jogging a memory <clears throat> or doing something together. We just, that is the phrase we say to one another more than anything yeah um and so i think that that's the most used phrase in yeah, our house but, but it, it has many definitions mm-hmm. um and so i think that and i'm not saying that one is better or worse no, than the other uh-uh. but i i think that a lot of it kind of depends on your on your current relationship and mm-hmm. knowing once again what your partner needs and and you know one of the things that that we've said and i'm i'm horrible at this is is you know, treat people the way they want to be treated, not the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And that's really tough, especially when you aren't, um, when you aren't someone who needs a cheerleader, when you're not someone who needs affirmation, when you're not someone who, who needs constant approval and constant reassurance and, and has, you know, when you don't have low self-esteem, when you don't have low self-confidence, when, when all that stuff is lacking, you, it doesn't even cross your mind that, hey, these other people need this type mm-hmm. of support. Um, and, and from my perspective, I mean, quite honestly, that, that comes with a lot of, what the fuck, why? Mm-hmm. You know, pick I it know. up, pick your, pick your weak ass up. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I know. You know? I know. And so yeah. it, for me, it is, I, I do meet that with resistance. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean you need me to tell you good job? <laughs> Just fucking do it. Well, I know. Tell I, I yourself think it's good funny. job. I, I wonder, Why do you care like, what I think? I wonder what, like, how you would respond if I was like that. <laughs> oh, we wouldn't have been together. I know. I mean, it, 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 and it's it's not something that that I, I'm not. I'm I I never was, and nor will I ever be, um, one of those people that, like, well, my love languages are. Mm-hmm. I don't, right, it's, it's something right. I don't think about until mm-hmm. something like this happens where mm-hmm. it's like oh well that's why someone feels this way about it because they obviously have this kind of love language mm-hmm. um but i think yeah i mean it, it's something that you know i i think it goes back to making sure you're you know one thing that we continually preach is find someone that's compatible yeah if you're a if, if your love language is physical touch and your partner's is words of affirmation, and each of your lowest love language is the other's love language, you are not going to be happily married. No. Uh-uh. I know. Yeah. I, well. Not as happy as you would be if you were someone that, that had similar love language. On the same page, language. yeah. And, and the, the thing is, is people don't know that if mm-hmm. they're in it. They're like, no, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong. It's like, okay, I'm not wrong, you're wrong. You just don't know you're wrong because okay. I've been in that opposite situation. Uh-huh. So fuck off. You are wrong. You know? <laughs> yeah. You you are making it work and you may even think you're happy. You may have happy moments. I'm not saying that every day is this monstrosity of misery. Mm-hmm. You could be happier and having more sex and having more connection and having more fun and, and having better communication. And all these things could improve if you were truly with someone that was more compatible. Yeah, I know. I think that, because uh, I, mean, I mean, our like exact 
love languages were not weren't the exact same. <laughs> like mine was, I think quality time was first, mm -hmm. and then physical touch, and then yours was physical touch and then quality time. I think mine was gifts was number two. Oh shoot, maybe mine was gifts too. <laughs> no, gifts wasn't my first one though. I swear, ours were like one or one or the other. One or the other was. I know words of affirmation was the last. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um. Maybe it was maybe our. I, I can't remember. I'd have to look. I I know that. The physical touch. Was up actually, there. I think physical touch may have been number two for me. Oh, maybe that's what it was. And physical touch was my because I made two. the joke. I was like, "Well, that when I took, I was like, that doesn't make sense." I was like, "Oh wait, yeah, it does because I want you to give me the gift of physical touch." <laughs> right? Isn't yeah, that what I said? I yeah made something some like that. that. I don't remember. I mean, obviously, we don't look too much into it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It, yeah, yeah, we're not saying your five love languages have to immediately align. Yeah, and but align. I think that like. I think just like knowing how to, how, what, how your partner will respond to anything and just knowing them, I mean, you don't have to know their absolute love language, but you need to know them as a person and what, what the heck they want and what they don't want. We'll have to listen to our love. I think we I say know. it on the love language episode. Dang we it. say exactly I, I what they are. we do. I, and we may be absolutely uh -huh. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, and and I I just know from from other couples that that we've known or, or we know, when, you know, physical touch for her is number five, mm -hmm. and but her first is giving gifts and then acts of service mm -hmm. and then what's the other one? I'm, I'm, what's the one I'm missing? Uh, the quality time. Quality time, yeah. Mm -hmm. Quality time isn't you know if her lowest ones or if number five is physical touch, number four is is quality time mm -hmm. and number three is words of affirmation and the number two is acts of service number one is gift giving mm -hmm. and his is words of affirmation quality time physical touch you're not going to gel yeah you mm -hmm. you both have your own self-priorities that just do not align you're mm -hmm. you're pulling you're like two magnets that are you got the opposites hitting yeah. each other they're not going to stick mm -hmm. and you see those marriages dissolve because of that alone yeah well because because the you're not compatible yeah you're not compatible the communication between the two of you is probably lacking because neither one of you understands how how your partner feels or mm -hmm. what they want and with anything <laughs> yeah uh but i don't know so like even you know these we were talking because it was funny um the because initially we were like let's talk about then let's kind of talk about the little things mm -hmm. but like how you said the if the if the big things if all of the big things are okay the little things don't matter mm -hmm. when when it comes down to it and so the big things that we we believe are our big things in your relationship are it's it was so funny because we we're on our walk just talking talking about this and 
we were like, is it really that simple? And I think it was only like three things. And one of them was communication. And that is, I, I mean, obvious, an obvious answer, Real I think. communication. Yes. If you're wondering what that is, we did an episode called The Right Kind of Communication. Mm -hmm. That's what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody thinks they're good at communicating and 99% of you suck at it. Mm -hmm. We mean real communication. Yes. Yeah. Communication, trust. Mm -hmm. You, I mean, you have to have a good foundation of trust in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're not going to... I'm, I'm, where else is it going to go? It's not going to go anywhere. Uh, you're going to be irritated with each other all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, what else was there? Finances. Oh, yeah, finances. Uh -huh. And sex. And sex. So, yeah, I guess four things. Mm -hmm. And we were like, so, yeah, we were like, is it really only that, though? Like, it's it's so simple. No, there's other things that tie into all of those. yeah. But if all of those things well, are... Compatibility. Yeah. What was the other one? Oh, okay. So I guess Because that's when things. we talked about like, you know, different opinions on how to raise your kids, culturally, things that's like right. that. that that's right. You have to still be aligned. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. I mean, and, and a lot of that really kind of came out of the main reasons that people cite divorce. Mm -hmm. It's really four or five things. That's it. Mm -hmm. And they, there are different factors to each of those. And you can, you know, go down a rabbit hole and find different facets of that. But but that's really what it is. Those are the main things. Yeah. yeah. And so if you keep that stuff in line, I mean, and that's that's what I typically see with, with with you know, the the man that's like, well, I'm not I'm not helping out. You know, she didn't help me out last night when I wanted to hop in the sack. I'm not helping her out today. Mm -hmm. Could have been completely resolved if they were having sex. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're not having sex because he's not a good communicator, mm -hmm. or because he's an idiot with finances. But but once again, you can trace. Almost every little thing or even major things in a relationship to one of those pillars mm -hmm. or what you call, I don't know what you call it. But anyway, one, one of those things is typically the root cause of because it's mis, misfiring, misaligned, it's non-existent, it's weak. That's what's causing those other problems. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and when those are intact, because that was our going back to what you were saying with your point behind it, our initial response to this when we talked about it was, well, who even thinks about that? Because that that's that's coming up because something else is not there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We don't. Yeah. I don't go in there and be like, "Why isn't the bed made?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if those if if because everything else, the, all of the big things mm -hmm. in our relationship are are good, and so you're not gonna be like. If the bed wasn't made and we weren't having sex, you you might be like, I'm not going to fucking make it. Like, yeah. she's not going to make it. I guess I'm not going to make it either. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to give it up. I mean, why would I want to make the bed anyway when we're not going to have sex? Mm -hmm. And so it's just like identifying those those things and making sure that the big things that we don't think are really that big um, in your relationship, that those are 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 all intact yeah. and that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. with your with that and your relationship. Yeah. Well, and then, and then we noticed as we talked about it that 
um, men only complain about big things. Yes. Yeah. Men, men don't typically, most men don't, I guess unless you're an affirmation guy, most men don't typically complain about little things that a wife does. Mm-hmm. If they do, it's 100% driven because something is, is amiss. But most of them, they just complain about the big thing. Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't trust my wife because she's bad with money. Yeah. Like, you know, but we aren't having sex. We haven't had sex and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what she wants. She doesn't tell me. It, it's, it's, it's one of those big things. Mm-hmm. Women tend to find or tend to complain about little things. I think they, they, they complain about. Big I think things too, I think they complain about both. But men typically don't complain about the little yeah. things. They mm-hmm. just complain about big stuff, mm-hmm. or those those big things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, de- definitely, men complain about only the big things, and I don't think that because I I don't know I don't know if it's like it doesn't really matter <laughs> to the guys the little things. Mm-hmm. You know, like, do they, are they just like, I don't know. I don't think they even really think about it yeah. at all. I don't think they And do. women are so complex and want all of the little things to, to align and be perfect when if they would just help out with some of those big things Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have to worry about all of the other little things that they're not doing and i think that like even when i I can't remember what episode it was but i said that that women that they cause a lot of these issues by being spiteful Mm -hmm. and they just they're just like okay you know, I don't, well, I'm not going to do that because, and, and it was, you know, something very simple in, it could have been in the beginning of their relationship mm-hmm. and they're just like, yeah, no, like he, he said that he didn't want to have sex at one time. So I'm forget it. I don't even want to try anymore. Yeah. He's going to know what it's like to not yeah. to get rejected And then it just turns into this whole thing where mm-hmm. your relationship is shit because of that one small thing out of spite mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. of spite thing yeah yeah and do you want to be right or do you want to be happy i know yeah i i want to be happy <laughs> yeah. i mean pe- people most people are just awful at picking their battles they get wrapped around things that like you said they will just fall in line if you get the big stuff going, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's. I, I mean, I, I don't really know how else to clearly explain that. Mm-hmm. That you, you you can trace these little issues back to these bigger things that are amiss, mm-hmm. and and people become very very stubborn. People become so dug in and stubborn because they feel like they have they don't they feel like they're losing. If they give an inch, if they give in a little bit, if they compromise, they somehow convince themselves that they're losing. And the only people that are hurting that 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 you're this false loss that you think exists, you're only hurting yourself in your marriage. Mm-hmm. You're not helping anything. Mm-mm. Digging into the point 
to where you're so focused on being right is a horribly toxic trait. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what you see a lot of these 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 people do. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Well, and I almost were... said women because I, I, <sighs> that's a lot of just what I think of. I know. I I, I agree. I think that uh, like because we were also talking about um, about being agreeable in your relationship and mm-hmm. and being able to not because. Uh, I don't know, not agree, well, being agreeable and um, doing something that you don't want to do that's going to be bad for you are two different things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So being agreeable, meaning trying to do things that your partner actually likes and thinks that you might like and... I'm trying to think of another well, example of. I mean, for me, when I when I say that you know partners need to be agreeable, I, I literally just mean you should not be the force of resistance for everything that's brought up, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what it ends up being. You know, we you know it's, it's like you know we we made the the made fun of the video where, um, you know, I'm like, hey, do you want to watch Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction? You're like, we're not watching either. We're watching Bridges of Madison County. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, end of conversation. Mm-hmm. No compromise. Okay. <laughs> Win lose situation. Yeah, I know. You know, and and, and, and I know that, that that's a perfect example of that. And if you're a woman sitting there saying, "Well, I'm not watching either of those," uh-huh. you're the reason it's a win loss, uh-huh. a win lose situation. That's your fault. Uh huh. I know. Well, and so like when we were having this this conversation about this, like I I brought up, well, you know, what about in the beginning of a relationship, like how we say. That you should be honest and you should say like what you, your likes and your dislikes and mm-hmm. all of that. Like, <laughs> I guess it's not, we're, I guess we're not necessarily meaning all of that. You should already be past that, that point yeah. in your relationship where you, you figured out that, okay, these are, I'm with this person and but then there's people that that have the complete opposite freaking um you know likes and dislikes and stuff and well that's why I said when we talked about it you're assuming that they're that they're compatible, compatible. you're mm-hmm. assuming they have stuff in common you have to assume that they at least were smart enough to pick someone that on paper makes sense mm-hmm. oh we like these things we like this we have similar backgrounds we have similar views we have similar goals i mean those are all you know should be i mean if you're like oh my gosh we don't have any of that we may, yeah you 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 are starting at a negative point mm-hmm. so you have to assume that they at least picked a good compatible partner mm-hmm. and i would almost say and that i know this isn't even good advice but I'd almost say if, if you were willing to be agreeable and fake everything through the entire courtship, I'm sorry, honey, but you're stuck doing that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not allowed to pull the rug out from underneath your partner because oh, you decided to yeah. fake everything. I agree. So, you know, what's funny is like recently I I recently saw uh, somebody popped up on my on my Instagram or Facebook and they had gotten a divorce and... um. 
and now are dating i don't know if they're they're dating or engaged to a new person mm-hmm. and um and she was doing things with this new partner that she would have never done with her old partner yeah and i was just thinking well geez i hope that she's really changed Mm -hmm. and is really wanting to be agreeable Mm -hmm. (laughs) to to all of these things and that she's just not duping this new dude yeah for you know gonna do the saying that she's interested in all of this stuff and Mm -hmm. and all that like because i would have never guessed that that she would be doing all of these things going to ball games and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and and she would have never done that before. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it's like, I know that people change mm-hmm. or can change, but I don't know. Hopefully, maybe if you're in that kind of situation where you don't have anything in common mm-hmm. with your partner, maybe, maybe there is hope for you. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but you have to want it. You mm-hmm. have to want to change yourself. Yeah. You can't just... Well, I think that that's kind of also what you can mean by agreeable. You have to be open. You have to be mm-hmm. open to trying those things. Mm-hmm. It's not... It's not. Going back to what I said before, it, people think it means you don't get your way. Mm-hmm. It's not about not getting your way. It's about being open to new things. And hopefully that means nobody has to worry about getting their way. Everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. But if you are going to be that close-minded... And draw this line in the sand. It's like, I'm not doing this. You're not agreeable. There is no room for compromise. There is no room for... It's only going to be win-lose situations for everything. Mm-hmm. And that, that's 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 what it means. If you're, if you're constantly putting your partner in all of these scenarios in this, well, if you get that, that means you win. And if I get this, that means I win. And I want to win more than you want to win. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a real thing that people couples do. I know. Or that people do in their relationships. And that's awful. You're not agreeable. Mm-mm. You're not open to anything. There's no compromise. There is no new opportunities. You're stubborn and you're stupid and you're pain in the ass. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't so know. So you better do what you can to keep that partner that's too lazy to leave you because nobody else is going to want your dumb ass. <laughs> yeah, really, though. I know. Jeez. But... I don't know. I mean, like like we said, the the uh, if you have all of the big things good and going running smoothly in your relationship, mm-hmm. the small things aren't going to s- turn into big yeah. issues. If they exist, you really just don't notice them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> all of our stuff is is good because all of the big things are taken care of so i don't ever i don't get annoyed by you because of any of the small things that you would do i don't even know if i can name any Mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying they just they just don't exist yeah when everything and that's i think that's one of the reasons like when we first heard or first read this we were like that we went there because it was like well well, initially, we didn't even really know, like, okay, like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. How do you, how do you respond? And I was like, okay, I got to respond. And then I waited 
like a day or two. Mm-hmm. And I realized that nobody else had responded. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, I know that I absolutely need to respond anyway. But, uh, and then I finally did. And then that kind of sparked other people to, you know, chime in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but it was just like, really, we really do like take these things and kind of dissect them and try to understand all sides mm-hmm. and and even like like how you said like there has to be more i have to understand more of the context behind mm-hmm. all of it like why why would she be yeah. saying all of this you know why and and i think going back to the original statement i i I completely agree that there, with the woman. With the woman, mm-hmm. if, if 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 under the premise that she typically does all this anyway, and he finally decides to do something, and is like, "Well, the thanks would be nice." Fuck off, dude. Yeah. You don't get a thanks. Yeah, no. I'm sorry because you probably haven't been thanking her for all of the times she's been doing that. Yeah. So I complete in that scenario. I completely side with the woman. Uh-huh. But if you tell me, you know, well, this guy, you know. He has been doing all of this, and he has said, hey, you know, I do all this stuff, and you, you don't ever say thanks. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, because I'm too busy, you know, earning a paycheck or doing whatever, and it's just stuff that has to be done around the house anyway. Mm-hmm. I would tend to kind of see his point a little more, you know? Kind of. Yeah, I would still kind of be like, kind of like a little bitch about it there, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But. I don't know. I mean, because I just don't. I don't know. I I mean, and, and that was one of the things that, that I said when you and I talked about it. Like, even in my last relationship, when I've talked about how I did all of that, I I never once even said to her, I do all this and you don't even tell me thank you. Mm-hmm. Because even in that situation, I was not, I'm not someone who's looking for thanks. Mm-hmm. I did it because I was the one that was at home. I was the one that was in the position to get it done. I saw what needed to get done and I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, if I got up in the morning and, you know, I the, the sink need to be clean, food need to be made, floors need to be mopped, beds need to be made, vacuum, carbon need to be vacuumed, I just did it. Mm-hmm. it. She didn't have to leave me a list to tell me what to do while she was at work. I know. And when she came home, I didn't wasn't looking for her to say thank you. Now, I will say it did piss me off when I would pick everything up and she would come home and mess everything up. Oh gosh, yeah. Because I, I, but I would never say you. Well, you didn't even tell me thanks. I would just say why, why are you messing everything up? Please pick up after yourself. I mm-hmm. spent all day getting this stuff done, mm-hmm. and it was really just to show or say, you know, vocalize this is done. Mm-hmm. Stop being a pig. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Not I know. tell me thank you. Yeah. Or give me anything out of it. I it know. was literally just I did it because it needed to be done. So even when I was in that kind of reverse role. I didn't do it looking for appreciation. I didn't do it looking for thanks. Mm-hmm. This had to be done. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I was thinking about like even just like having, I guess like, I guess I think that I feel like we are pretty low maintenance. Mm-hmm. And even like with friends and stuff, I don't like having high maintenance friends. Oh, yeah. And just, I don't know, it's, it just gets, it just gets annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, it's the same thing we've said about the relationships 
Yeah, well, All like even like take hard work. like how I how I said like the freaking one of my exes and how he was just ugh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it just, like they just they're. I don't like. I guess I just don't like needy people. Mm-hmm. And I think that the words of affirmation type of person makes them needy. feels me feels to me like a needy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of how I feel too. Yeah. And, and and you know, for those people though, that I mean, you can't. People that have that can't change that. I know they're not. You, I mean, no you matter stop how being much, needy. yeah, no matter how much you make fun of them, you tell them don't be needy, don't act like a little bitch. Uh-huh. They're not going to be like, okay, I'm going to change. They can't. I know that's who they are. Yeah. Um, so just stay away. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I think no, but find somebody you, that you need someone. Yeah, you need someone that compliments that as well. Yeah, yeah, you're not for us. Yeah, but there's definitely somebody out there for you that. That will fulfill as those needy needs. as you are. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You ain't coming to our parties. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I know. Can't take that. Jeez. Yeah. Um. So I I think that you know that's but it it's unfair to tell I someone know. to to change. Yeah. And, to change. Yeah. And that's not the expectation. It no. really is just. No, <laughs> you know, and that, that going back to the the original reason behind the episode in the post, if that man and woman both had similar love languages, this would not even be a comment. I know off of wherever we got it, Reddit, whatever. Uh huh. Because it's just the way they are. They would look at it as how well they complement each other, how great they get along, how loving and how affirmative they are with one another. And and yeah, it's happily ever after. Yeah, in this weird little needy world that they created, <laughs> I know it would be a non-issue there as well. Yes, exactly. It's only an exactly. issue because you're with the wrong person. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and I think you, but that's why it's so important to be upfront. Mm-hmm. Dating should be trial periods. Mm-hmm. You should not be pretending to be something art. To settle down with someone and having to compromise who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. It's way easier to be agreeable when you're with someone that is similar to you. Mm -hmm. There is no win-lose in those Mm -hmm. scenarios. No. It's easy. And I think that's where we we can have another couple that they're both very needy. And they will say our our relationship is as effortless as yours. Mm -hmm. You can have an effortless marriage. And you can have a relationship that doesn't take hard work. And you don't have to be physical touch couple. No. You don't have to be, you know, gift-giving couple. But if you are with someone that has the similar love language as you and that complements one another, it's going to seem very effortless. Yeah. Because that's where the hard work t- comes in. Oh, fuck. I've got to tell God damn it. I came home. She did all this. I've got to tell her thank you for all this. And then I've got to offer her a back rub just to make sure she's okay. Mm-hmm. That's where the hard work comes yeah, in. Yeah, I know. You're creating work because you, you are with someone that has a different maintenance level than you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's where the complaining comes in. And that's where the resentment builds up. And that's where all this stuff comes out. Mm-hmm. And so I... Th- think you just need it's not and, and once again i'm still not a big fan of the love languages i think they're kind of dumb mm-hmm. but it was a decent catalyst for this and I, I think that you at least need to be able to be yourself and have the ability when you're in a courtship phase when you're in a dating phase 
of being like, you know what, I'm with this person that all they want to do is have sex, and that's fine, but... You I want know, gifts. I, yeah, I, I want something else. We're mm-hmm. not spending quality time with one mm-hmm. another, you know. We're not, he, he's never, you know, giving me any type of praise, any type of mm-hmm. verbal, you know, confirmations in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Then get out of there. Yeah. And find someone else who does. Yeah, I know. You can be as you picky know? as you want. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, I don't know. And like I said, I don't even know. I still don't know what we're going to name this episode, but I think mm-hmm. that I, I it was definitely good. It sparked some good conversation. And um, so thank you, Trey, yeah. for for posting about it because it definitely got us talking mm-hmm. <laughs> and thinking about things. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bumped an episode. Yeah. We were like, oh, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about this instead. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't think I have anything no. else to add, though. Uh, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and on Rumble and on Twitter on Marriage, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks.